Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. The top story is the one where the CDC doesn't know anything about science. How embarrassing it is. How we are all forced to live in this world. I would say it's equally as embarrassing as when we see businesses say, you have to get vaccinated in order to come back to work. The lawsuits that are going to take place. What, what does one do in that moment? Their job, their career, their family's future. This is what's being held against them. Because they may have a reason not to want to be vaccinated. Someone who chooses not to get vaccinated is not a danger to me, whether I've been vaccinated or not. Can Will they have more viral load? And therefore, when they were talking about pathogen shed, could they spread more virus? Absolutely. But if you're vaccinated, you, you getting the vaccine, it's going, it's going to have minimal effect. If you're not vaccinated, you chose not to be vaccinated, you know what's possible. So what is with the forcing? Well, I got to put that to the side just for a moment. Just for a moment here to share with you this headline from CBS News. CBS News with the headline that the CDC now recommends that pregnant people get vaccinated. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's right. Pregnant people. Now, we, we all know uh, that it's women that get pregnant. But they said CDC now recommends pregnant people get vaccinated. I'm like, why in the world would they say pregnant people? Oh, I get it. They're woke. And they want to play in the whole transgender insanity conversation. Like men could ever have babies. Men don't have babies. Men have never had babies. Men can't have babies. That's the end of that. It doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what you call yourself. It, we're, we're not playing in that game. Men don't have babies. So that's why CBS did it. Oh, wait, CBS didn't do it. No, no, here it is. From the CDC, pregnant and recently pregnant people are at increased risk for severe illness from COVID-19. How do you expect us? to take you seriously. The total lack of science in that statement. Although the overall risk of severe illness is low, pregnant and recently pregnant people are at increased risk for severe illness from COVID-19 when compared with non-pregnant people. They don't say women. They never say women. Except, wait, 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 did they just change this? Additionally, pregnant people with COVID-19 are at increased risk of preterm birth and might be at increased risk of other adverse pregnancy outcomes compared with pregnant women without COVID-19. Ooh. All right, you, you, you just had to make me read. You really had to make me dig deep to find pregnant women. 
pregnant people. Now, you could say to me, see, Tony, uh, it was overblown. All that for nothing. All that for nothing. Who was really going to think they were talking about, you know, they were going to make this about sex, you know, or about gender things? Jennifer Rubin. Who? Jennifer Rubin. From uh, the Washington Post, the one who calls herself a, a, a conservative? When it's clear that she is on the liberal team? Change approved. She tweeted out to CBS, or it was actually to face the nation, pregnant people, what happened to pregnant women? Well, you know, by just saying that, she's about to get destroyed. Two men enter. One man leave. Two men enter. You can't question that. The last person to question... Whether or not a man can get pregnant or that women were not men and men were not women was J.K. Rowling. And you know what we did to her? Well, no, what did you do to her? Well, we we, we sent her some nasty tweets. That's, that's what we did. And she still has all the money, right? Oh, yeah, sure, she still has all the money. But now she knows how angry we are. She, she went on holiday, did she? She's British. She doesn't go on vacation. She goes on holiday. She went on holiday, right? She, went, she, she, she read your angry tweets while she was on holiday. Well, she, she may have read the angry tweets when she was on holiday, but I'm sure that it, it upset her for a good five minutes, and that's what we're all about. I swear to you, it's a Monty Python skit come to life. We should be clear that this is the nonsense. And the CDC is not doing itself any favors when it plays in these games. Let's take it to the CDC part duh. The CDC part duh is the story that the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has been saying that COVID, the Delta variant from India, is as transmissible as chickenpox. This, of course, is not true. It is not as transmissible as chickenpox. When you take a look at the data and what's known as the R-naught, so you'll see it as the letter R and then you'll see it as as a zero. It's just a little bit lower than the R. So the R-naught is in reference to how transmissible something is. So if something had an R-naught of five, it would mean for every person who gets infected, it could be transmitted to five people. And that would be, uh, they would say, hey, man, that's pretty transmissible. That's pretty contagious, I think is the word we would use. So if we take a look at uh, Ebola, going back to ni- the ni- or the 1918 flu, it was an R-naught of two. Every person could infect two other people. If you take a look at COVID-19, uh, which uh, they should call COVID-19 OG, so instead of any of the, any of the variants, uh, that was three. That was an R-naught of three. HIV, SARS, and R naught of four. Well, the Delta strain is an R naught of seven. What makes that interesting, seven people, one person infects seven people, is that the World Health Organization had stated that it's moving so quickly throughout the population that eventually it's going to run out of people. It's an interesting take. Now, I don't know how much you believe the World Health Organization, but it's an interesting take. The point is the R-naught of COVID-19, the Delta strain, Delta variant is 7, chickenpox is 10. 
Therefore, it is not as contagious, the Delta variant, as chickenpox as the CDC said. And if you don't trust me, that's fine. Who corrected the CDC? NPR. And that's all you need to know. So when people talk about not trusting, when people talk about questioning, the CDC is to be questioned. Now let's get back to what their original conversation is about. Pregnant people getting the vaccine. As they state the data, only 23% of women have received at least one dose of a COVID vaccine. That makes perfect rational sense to anybody who spends five minutes thinking about it. And I would ask uh, the women out there, 833-468-8669. Did I say hello? Even Tony Katz, Tony Katz today? 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. You're pregnant? You're thinking about being pregnant. Do you take the vaccine? I would love to know, ladies. Because my guesswork is the hesitancy of women on this seems pretty rational to me. There are, you can get the vaccine, but I can't eat soft cheese. That's, that's a hard one to sell. If I can have the vaccine, I'll do it if I can also have a little bit of brie. Just a little something, just a taste. Maybe a schmear of jam. Why not? They want to make the argument that scientists did not find an increased risk for miscarriage. And that according to the Surgeon General, Vivek Murthy, I would say if you're pregnant, not only is it a good idea to get the vaccine on the basis of safety, but it's highly effective and important because you are at increased risk of bad outcomes if you get COVID. And I believe that future mothers accept this. They weighed the risk calculation, and this goes back to the idea of forced vaccinations. You get vaccinated because you made a risk calculation in your head. You do anything because you made a risk calculation in your head. You buy a Volvo or you buy a motorcycle based on the risk calculation you made in your head. If we were allowing government or others to make risk calculations, there would be no motorcycles in the United States. Well, just because I, Tony Katz, am scared of motorcycles, which I am, I shouldn't be. Producer Ari, do you know how good I would look on a motorcycle? So good. So badass good. My God, do you know how good I look in chaps? I look amazing. Damn, son. But I'm scared to hell of motorcycles. I wish I wasn't. But I am. If we went by my thesis, nobody would be on a motorcycle. Should we go by my thesis? Of course not. I don't get to decide for other people. I know people who are absolutely fine with motorcycles. What do you mean you're scared of motorcycles? Oh, my gosh. Tony, Tony. Tony, 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 Tony. And then they're, boom, they're off. Helmet, no helmet, whatever they want to do. Ask them to do five minutes of public speaking. Ask them to do five minutes of public speaking. Not even supposed to be here today. And, that's, and then they'll wet themselves and leave. Everyone's got their thing, man. And that, why do I love a free society? Because you can then get to, you know, choose. I'm not going to do public speaking. I'm going to go for a ride. That's it. People make this analysis. They make this decision for themselves every single 
day. Why shouldn't they? Why shouldn't they be able to make this decision for themselves? The person who got vaccinated made the risk calculation that they don't they don't want to have any issues and they think the vaccine is going to help them. The person who doesn't get vaccinated has a series of reasons. Some could be they don't trust the vaccine. Some could be they already had COVID and they have no need for the vaccine based on natural immunity. Some could be they don't actually believe this is real. I'm not saying that's the best answer. I'm saying someone could say that. A business forcing vaccines on people. You have to be vaccinated or else you don't have a job. You should get sued within an inch of your life. Because you're wrong. You're making a calculation that isn't based on anything other than your fear. And that's not a way to run a business. That's not a way to run a a, a, a lifestyle. Someone just asked me, how does a non-medical person actually make a risk calculation? I'm not sure what you mean. This comes from Jim on Twitter. Give your audience your thoughts on that. I see a lot of people who have very limited understanding of vaccination and immunity and risk-benefit of vaccination. vaccination. I know people who even have less an understanding of electronics. I know people who know absolutely nothing about computers, but they buy a, a MacBook or they buy a Microsoft Surface based on which one is prettier. Now, you could say to me, well, that's no way to make a decision. And I'll say to you, yet that's how some people make a decision. I put forth to you that the pregnant woman looks at her situation and looks at a vaccine and asks herself, do I risk it? And then goes through the series of emotions, just like many men do on many other subjects. And I would argue there's even a discussion if there's a husband in the picture or a boyfriend in the picture that they have the conversation together about what do we want to do. After all, it's not just a baby of one. How does the non-medical person make a risk calculation they go through? Well, you could have, um, baby might have problems. What kind of problems? I don't know. Baby might die. Do we know the baby's I, I don't know. I don't think anybody knows yet. I mean, when you take a look at the whole group of people that they did a uh, uh, the survey with, it was 2,500 people. 2,500 people? They used 2,500 pregnant women, and that's how they're coming to their conclusion? That's it? Or did they say 2,500 people went through this? Oh, okay. You know what? I feel pretty good about that then. All right, I'll get the vaccine. Not, you go through risk calculations all the time as a non-medical person. Should I get that back surgery? I'm in a lot of pain. Yeah, but back surgeries could totally mess you up for life. Yeah, that's true, too. You think I should get this arm uh, repaired, right? This little this little muscle issue. It goes on for forever. How does a non-medical person actually make a risk calculation? They ask themselves, if I do it, what do I think I get out of it? If I don't do it, what happens to me? What is the risk of dying? In my view, which one's worth it? They do it all the time. All the time. The CDC is not playing in science when it says pregnant people. Only women get pregnant. They're not playing in science when they claim that the Delta variant can be more easily transmitted than chickenpox, which isn't true. I don't know what women are going to do, pregnant women, but I'd love to hear their thoughts. I'm Tony Counts.